Hello, everybody. Back again, I think, with possibly maybe my last podcast recording of the OG Motor Show. And this time, I've got uh, someone who I'm very, very happy to have in here, Dustin Cart, who's got a lovely BMW on display. So, Dustin, thank you, firstly, for making the time at the end of the day to come chat to me when you've probably spoken to thousands of people who've been ogling your wonderful machine. So thank you for making the time. Thank you. So can you tell us a little bit about the bike that you've got here today? Yeah, it's a 1978, same year I was born. I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. um, 1978 BMW R80. Um, it came, it was one of those deals where it's all there in a box. No, it is not. It's, okay. I've always said that. I, okay. So I'm always cautious when I pick up donor machines because you never know what types of things are missing. Mm -hmm. And when you're not familiarized with, uh, you know, I've done, a, I've done BMWs before. This is my second. Um, I always joke if, if I had a Honda, an old Honda, and you threw all the hardware in a corner of the garage, I could tell you where it all went. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, you, know you, you, you do your best when you get these, uh, these, these bikes that are in pieces. But uh, that's a little bit of the history of it. And then the motivation behind it was um, twofold. I needed, I needed a strong enough motivation to weather the storm of sheet metal shaping, which is what I've, I've been doing a lot of lately. Okay. Kind of had to take myself back to school with that um, just to stay relevant and uh, to keep it interesting and exciting and to expand my own capabilities. But um, the motivation was to be able to hang it all off a, a a really cool vintage BMW, and that kind of bike gets in front of a different type of customer, mm -hmm. and I thought that was a good choice. Now, I don't want to uh, be too uh, awkward here with my comment, but uh, this bike is the same age as you now, but I have a feeling that bike might be in a bit better condition than you now after you've worked <laughs> on it, so I hope you don't yeah. upset me too far. No, forward, not now. a chance. Yeah, I've, I honestly couldn't even tie my boots after some of the, the nights of working on that bike. Yeah, I hear you like to work rather late into the night from a young lady that's also appeared in the podcast today. Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, you know, it's, it's when the, the interruptions finally cease. It's when the phone stops ringing. It's mm -hmm. when there's no more door knockers, no more packages being delivered. And then it, I just kind of get into a realm that I can't find in the earlier day. Um, that it's just that two o'clock uh, creativity comes out, I guess. So, how did this all start? If we go back to the start, what pushed you in this realm of becoming like a bike builder and a, a designer of sorts? Yeah, I I loved I loved encyclopedias when I was a kid, motorcycle encyclopedias, especially the early American board track racers. Mm -hmm. That was always my primary motivation. But those they just don't exist, and unless you have eighty grand to start with, you're not going to get one. Um, and then so I had my very first motorcycle was a Honda S90, a mid-60s S90, a tiny little bike. And my dad said, it's okay if you, if you want to live in this house, you can have this bike. Okay. So I showed up with a 750 one day, and he said, that's a beautiful machine out front. Whose is it? Well, it's mine, Dad. He said, it looks like you're going to find a new place to live. <laughs> uh, and so after moving out actually was a blessing in disguise because then I started acquiring more and more donor, donor machines and educating myself on rebuilding the motors and it was really necessity being the mother of invention um wanting to emulate bikes that i had been inspired by not and i did most of it with a screwdriver and an angle grinder you mm -hmm. know for years just trying to rough things out and then using pots and pans to to bend metal over and just really archaic stuff and i look at it now and it's it's so raw and there's like a there's a kind of a sexy ugliness to it 
that I probably couldn't actually emulate anymore. I, You're I just think, too good, basically. No, no. You're too no, perfect, yeah. and I can't do that stuff anymore. I almost miss it. You know, I, I'm sure everyone has moments like this where you, you just start thinking about things differently, and you don't, you, you could, it's not even available to you to think about it how you used to. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I wish I could get into, I could tap into that rawness a little bit because there's something that comes out of that. But um, ultimately, that's what happened. It was necessity being the mother of invention um, and just wanting to... The necessity was keeping my own motorcycle on the road, so I became a mechanic first, really, mm -hmm. and then the the fabrication followed soon thereafter. Only uh, just for no other reason except being inspired to see what I what I was able to do. Oh, okay, it wasn't you falling off and maybe banging things that required. That's what happened for me, obviously, because <laughs> that's all I do is fall off things. Sure, but um, so. What sort of advice then would you give someone who's up and coming or wanting to go in that direction of maybe make some modifications to their bike or look to that way? Yeah, you almost can't do it for any other reason except for the passion or the joy of it. Uh, if you chase the money, it's not going to happen. I mean, it's, it's limited at best in yeah. the motorcycle world. Um, maybe it's a little bit better in the automotive world, but the, the amount of time, energy, and dedication that it takes, it, you just can't keep track of the hours because it, it would just be... It's, it's such a bad business model that it doesn't make any sense. Um, so I always tell people, if you don't have the passion and the desire to do it, then it's really not worth venturing into because the outcome isn't going to be desirable. You're not going to be happy with it. Someone, And if you're not happy with it, there certainly isn't going to be a potential customer that wants it. Um, and I was able, I, I just, it all feels accidental to me. It felt like I was willing to put my work boots on in the morning and then... If you build it, they will come. So it's the field the, of dreams. The, the thing. ten thousand hours kind of thing of putting yes, it. Yes, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, and I'm 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 only I'm partially to where I'd like to be as a. I bike would have builder. thought that ten thousand hours was like a square inch of your bike that you put out there at least. I right, mean, I know to... you. Yeah, you. You. I mean, you're speaking like someone who knows the amount of time that goes into something. But I've 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 spent six uninterrupted months working on that motorcycle, and it still isn't finished. I mean. It's definitely not perfect. What, does there, do you find that you ever get to a point where something's finished? Or do you still think that oh, there's always a little... Yes, in, in so much as this, is that when you finally torque the last nut on something, you don't want to touch it anymore. Yeah. It's not, it's not that you're sick of it, but it's just, it's already required so much of your attention that I just don't even want to revisit it. But with something like this, where you're actually teaching yourself a new part of the, of this, of the craft... Mm -hmm. Um, I have this is inevitable that I'm going to continue pulling that thing apart, making improvements, and then hopefully the next one would be that much easier. I'd imagine it will be. Well, fingers crossed, right? I mean, yeah. that's, that's the hope of practicing. Yeah, I know. Doing and, all this work of practicing. And, and, you know, I wish I had more time because I think I would have redone a couple of things on the BMW I'm showing here. But then again, I thought about it. It's like, wait a second. This is just, this is like the, something organic breaking out of the statue here. And it's why hide the mistakes, especially when you're around some of the best metal guys in the industry right now it's like what's give me an honest critique yeah and then at least this gives you something maybe for when you say like you might want to do it again or try the next time these yeah. are things you could change rather than do something similar of sorts i suppose yeah and then to be i able... can't tell any imperfections i'll be honest here i can't see any well maybe i don't know maybe the maybe the imperfections maybe the lack of symmetry sometimes is the the human misinterpretation is something beautiful sometimes you know yeah so speaking of that what other projects have you got on the go that you can maybe talk about or it's time, or is it? Uh, well, I'm kind of getting into. I'd, I'd like to build a 1929 Model A. It's something that, again, has been in the family forever, mm -hmm. and it's uh, 
the metalworking, now that I've got my feet wet with it, it seems like something I'd be able to tackle. I was always overwhelmed by it because it just seems like there's so much real estate yeah, that has to be covered. Yeah, it's a lot bigger, obviously. Yeah. There's a lot more. Yeah. I mean, you're going from square inches to maybe square feet. Yeah, exactly. And huge Valance front fenders and mm -hmm. things like that. I, it's, not, it's definitely not in my wheelhouse of capability yet, but it seems like a, it seems like a reasonable platform and a median for the artistic creativity I'm trying to establish. Sure. And then if someone is wanting to try and follow your work online, where's the best place for them to do that? I think Instagram is kind of the high priest of uh, social media for right the now. Moment, yeah. yeah, for the moment. And then Facebook, I'm not very active on it. And then, of course, I have a website, copmotorcycles.com, um, which showcases it. That's probably the best place to get a general overview of a portfolio of past builds and some information. And then, sorry, what's Instagram? Uh, I think it's just cop motorcycles. I'm not very uh, active with it, but I don't actually post on it. So. Oh, that's what yeah. the, the minions do at the back yeah, there? Yeah, right, that's right. You're too busy bending the metal, right? Yeah, to be saying, yeah. look, I can't take yeah. this photo. You've got to take it. I tell them, don't you know who I think I am? Yeah. Get, get to the social media. Yeah. I'm busy. Well, it does been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for sitting down and taking the time. And like I said, the BMWs, it's really pretty. Thanks, I mean, James. You've done a really good piece of work. And I mean, if only wish I had like a millimeter of your talent it'll be it'll be dangerous for me anyway that's that's that nice of you to say i appreciate it no, no just the truth but thanks again and thanks everyone for listening and we'll hear from us next time bye-bye